There we go. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hello, Sean. How are y'all doing today? Hello, Chris. Hello, guys. Welcome to this podcast does not have a name. Episode 55 for December 21st, 2022. So, uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a week and, uh, yeah. you know, almost Christmas time, a few days away. Definitely so. has been a very busy week for me because of work, not because of stuff I've done. <laughs> For me, it's the opposite. My work slows down around this time. It's like our deadest time of year, which is pretty nice, to be honest with you. <laughs> you my know? my deadest will be probably January, February. So it's kind of how it is. This is the busy second, busiest second, busiest time of the year. So it's mm-hmm. basically the last two or three months of the year is just steadily getting worse and worse and then dead. <laughs> so... <laughs> makes sense because then they have all the stock they need they're like well we didn't sell this we don't need any more for like a solid two months or something right yeah and lots of people are getting together for big get-togethers so if it buys a ton of crap and <laughs> you know that's why whenever it's this time of year i always think to myself it must suck it's absolutely suck working in the uh canada post which is our mail industry oh, I... this time of year that's got to be like the worst one even worse than retail i would imagine i assume a lot of people when doing when doing that stuff will uh like for people who are doing the these sorry i think there may be an echo happening on stream for a second sorry uh there's no echo on my end so if it's it, on stream that's... It, it would be on stream sorry but It should not happen now. I just muted the tab. I thought I had muted before. Sorry about that. If there is an echo, my fault. I thought oh, you had all... like a double. double yeah, I had my okay. sh- my stream up just in case something happened. I would hopefully know it happened, but apparently I didn't have it muted. So, whereas I thought I had every tab muted, I'm going to make sure that every one of them is muted. <laughs> Okay. So, our, so, sorry, go on. Our podcast name for this episode is We Are Not Okay with the White Christmas, but please not negative 50. So, it's funny you say that because, like, my sister's in Saskatchewan. I phoned her today because it was her birthday. And she's like, Oh my God, it's negative 50 here at the wind chill. I'm like, Oh, really? When I woke up this morning, I asked them my phone what, what the weather was, and they said negative nine. I'm like, Oh, damn, that's our record for this year so far. <laughs> we yeah. Reached, yeah. You, you uh, keep breaking. It's about <laughs> minus 40 right now. I didn't check, but that's what it was supposed to be like today, or yesterday and today, like with wind chill. So that sucks. I don't miss that. Honestly, I don't miss that anymore. That, you don't that's miss furry Christmas weather? No, 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 no. I don't. I don't miss the fact that I have to, even though my car is plugged in overnight, call in the morning and say, "I'm sorry, I can't come into work. My car won't start." Like yes, it ridiculous. will not start. I can't do anything about it. Yeah, exactly. Even though you turn it on or try to turn it on like an hour beforehand and it sits there kind of running, but also not because it just dies on you. <laughs> well, my first car is really old. Well, yeah. And, like it wouldn't even start. It was too cold. The engine was like, nope. Yeah, like a lot of people will like start their cars and it might turn over and warm up for a bit, but then it will just die partway through or they'll turn it off, go, oh, it's warmed up. I'll turn it off for a few minutes, go back out there and it won't start again. It's so bloody cold. Like, it's like, uh, was it Block Heater 
you need to have in vehicles in Canada. I don't understand why they sell cars without them here. There are some places because, that just don't. Because, you know, people who are not living in the country, like foreigners, don't understand that some parts of the country, that's like not not a want, that's a, a need, well, that's a requirement. Some of them are, you know, manufactured in Canada, and they're like, oh yeah, we'll sell it here. You have to pay extra for the block. That should be included in here. We need it. <laughs> These are, we, we have winter for half the year. We need it. <laughs> like temperatures yeah. for at least four to six months of shitty, shitty cold weather. Like our, our Christmas, our winter is six months and then it's like two months for every other season. Wait, would you not follow the same, same, uh, what do you call it? Uh, seasonal pattern as some of the other countries. None of this bullshit, what, three month cycles for every season. That doesn't exist here. <laughs> well, it does, just not in your area. <laughs> Right? Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, snow doesn't disappear till June, <laughs> maybe a month before Seriously? that. Seriously? Sometimes. Seriously? Wow. I mean, I not know. really, but like, you know how they say, you know, April showers bring May flowers? It's more yep. like April, the snow might disappear in this month. Maybe. Might. And then in May, it's like you get a month of rain and then nothing for the rest of the year and then it starts then all the trees start dying in september it's like oh great we got two months of nice weather <laughs> you know like that the, it doesn't exist here we don't get that kind of weather in the prairies <laughs> so yeah i mean edmonton's a good city to live in but just the general climate is a bitch yeah it's prairie weather because we don't it's not that big of a city or and that, you know, to help protect against some of the weather stuff, right? Like, as opposed to if you were living in, you know, out east, it it might be a little bit better. But also, the, you know, just that and coming from the Rocky Mountains, all the weather coming down from there just hits the prairies pretty hard. <laughs> so. Speaking of, this is kind of off top. Well, it's kind of on topic for the off topic, but uh I have three weeks of vacation this coming year, so probably we'll try and spend one of them down in Edmonton, probably for one of the conventions. I'm not sure which one, but uh, yeah, I'll probably try and come out for a convention for a week at your place. Nice. Three weeks paid? I can't remember yep. if you said. Okay, that's good. Paid, paid for three weeks. I can take an optional fourth week off, but it's unpaid. Yeah, but, but it's on offered... you. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's three, I know that's standard, but it's also for a lot of people like, it's not enough. <laughs> three <laughs> well two is i think is standard or is two, it two, two is standard like, yeah two I... two is standard i have three off the get-go because i work for a non-profit and that's generally one of the perks that they have mm. is you know they try and um you know they, they they might not be like you know the top percentile when it comes to markets in terms of like how much they pay per job they might not be like you know top whatever but they give you other ways to like get your money back or like not spend as much and having another week off is essentially free time you're not doing anything for and like free money if that's the perspective you want to yeah. look at it from you know yeah yeah i so, i understand like most places will give you you know your two or three weeks but say yeah they're not paid at all so at least you getting paid ones <laughs> uh, yeah. help make up for that i worked at a place where they're like oh we'll just garnish a bit off your salaries and when you take a vacation you just take the pay from that I'm like that's I'd rather just I'd rather just have the money because I know how to manage my money, but I 
know some people don't don't or like to have that option of well the work has some of that money squirreled away for me and if you don't use up that money it's put on your last paycheck of the year so you you still get it because it's yours it's just the company's holding on to it but i don't like that myself i don't like it either and it's the law for um them to pay you four percent on every paycheck because that's your vacation pay right because if you do the math there's 26 well 52 weeks in the year 26 pay periods if you get paid every other week right so if you do the math you know it's it's about well four percent per paycheck hang on four percent per paycheck you'd have to work um 20 was it 25 weeks right to get basically for that number to reach 100 percent. so like from so like four percent four percent four percent four percent four percent you know every every paycheck you need to have uh, 25 recurrences of that to happen to reach like a full week, right? My math is off, I think. It's something like that. It's basically half a year if it's going to equal up to two weeks of vacation for the standard or for what is considered standard or what you're supposed to get, what what the government says you get. So, no, no, that that's right. No, because okay, so you get four percent of your pay every two weeks, right? And then after 25 weeks, which is almost a year, because a year's you know going to be 26 pay periods, so that's the 25 pay periods, you've already reached two weeks worth of free money from the 4%, right? Because yeah. it's 4% of two weeks, 4% of two weeks, and then eventually you reach 100% of two weeks when you add them all together, then you have two weeks off. That's yeah. standard in Canada. So, yeah. I mean, the fact that they garnish your wages, that I don't like that. Well, that was at one place, uh, like, the my technically my first job, and that was shit to work at no, it's garbage. I, I, I know which job you're talking mm-hmm. about i think i'm pretty sure it was before the one we met at yes i know okay I know. yeah so yeah that was shitty but most people's first jobs are shitty like really mm-hmm. bad especially when you get into one that you like more whether it's because of the job or the pay or whatever right so compared to there i work at a place that's hell of a lot better but also not yeah, whatever. Some of the people at your first job are lifers. It's like that's what like they're just like there like for the whole lives. It's just kind of I I feel bad for them, you know. Yeah, but if they like the job or get paid or get treated well enough and they don't mind, whatever, that's up to them, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I never thought I'd be at this job I'm at now for as long as I have been. <laughs> but now I'm really? Now I'm at where I am, and I'm like, well, I'm kind of stuck here in a way, but whatever. I get paid well, so I'm not going to really complain. <laughs> so That's good. If you get paid well, that's that's good. Uh, so, yeah, what have, you, what have you been up to the last week? Uh, playing some DVD, obviously, but what else? Playing DVD, you know, I don't get upset with that. I just get kind of we got six matches in a row, and they've all been shitty killer, you know, the way it normally is. But I read, uh, was it, I guess it's backwards for you, or is it? I don't know if you could read that, but uh, I got a, this was at the convention in September here in okay. Edmonton. Uh, I was gifted this from one of the people staying at my place. It's an omnibus, or I guess paper tree back, an American comic called uh, Monstrous. It's like, the first 
tray back and it was really 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 good it i got uh hooked on it because of if you could see the art on the person's uh, outfit and all that it's filled with lots of art like this in the comic if you could see that i can actually it's pretty well detailed that kind of it's not it's similar to berserks it looks like in the amount of detail, yes. Not in the way it is all drawn, but how much detail is put into stuff. Like, this is very... Uh, the cover I was showing has, like, a very steampunky-looking artistic uh, thing in the background and very floral kind of uh, etchings on all the dresses and stuff like that. It is very, very pretty. And I wanted to get this and was gifted it to me because... I don't know if she believed if I was actually going to go out and buy it. <laughs> but I, I got it for that. And also, this guy. This very pretty winged angel dude with a halberd. <laughs> very Sephiroth-like uh, feelings from him. I'm like, oh, he, he looks really cool. And I need to know the story of him. But basically, uh, it takes place in a steampunk, very... Uh, Art Deco slash magical world with uh, that has continued off of like a huge war and like a basically the equivalent of an atom bomb dropping on them during the war. Like it was like this magical bomb thing that happened that destroyed an entire fucking civilization or city. And this girl is out for revenge slash trying to understand what the hell happened to her or her parents while having to control this being that she calls the, I think she calls it the hunger originally in the manga or in the comic from awakening and consuming everything that comes into contact with her. Yeah. Like it basically drains the life force from them. And at the end of the comic where I got to, they kind of, know what they are but not really but it is a great great story so far i'm hooked and i will be buying the next volume when i see it out is this something you had your eye on or did he just take a chance and say oh chris will probably like this let me buy this uh one. well the, we were talking about different uh different characters in in manga and comics and i had mentioned to uh this is a uh, pokemon's girlfriend i had mentioned to her so you like uh, characters like sephiroth and that she's like oh yeah i'm like so do I. And we started talking about that. And I told her about, you know, characters like that. And like Bleach, there's a character like that. Uh, uh, Rukia's brother. Or half-brother, whatever you want to call him. Adopted brother. So she's like, oh, I really like him. So she showed me this because of that character and how pretty the art was. And I was interested in it. And when I went in to go buy one of the Fist of the North Star man mangas that was at a shop here. She, I guess, ran out and bought it without me knowing and said, here you go. I'm like, oh, thanks. Maybe oh, because, she yeah, she bought it for me. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm guessing it's because she thought I wasn't actually going to go buy it. But now that I have it, I've read it and I'm going to buy the others because I'm interested in the story. So You're like, thanks. Your gift cost me $200 after buying all the rest of them, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I mean, it was something she was sure I was probably going to like and... If she bought it for me and I didn't like it, I guess it's out on her, but I do like it, so she's got me. She's got another fan in that series now. <laughs> got a fan on you. But yeah. 
but yeah, I read that. It was good. Oh, and I finally read the Godzilla Power Rangers uh, manga. Oh, how I don't I still don't understand why the fuck those two things crossed over. Like, no, like I don't get how it's like Godzilla is a giant monster. Power Rangers fight giant monsters. Yes, that's the only connection that they have. Really. So I could tell you basically, you know, as to why they made up. So Rita gets this, gets this gemstone called, oh, what do they call it? The, um, the universalist catalyst or something like, basically something to explain, oh, there's multiverse, the, the multiverse is multi, oh, God. yeah, it's something like that, some oh, stupid God. name like that. And it's like, oh yeah, that happened. And then she activates it when Tommy attacks them because he was out scoping out what was happening. And he was like, we need to stop her now before something goes wrong. And Zordon's like, no, stop. But he attacks them and they get sent to an alternate version of um, of of Earth, like in their city. What the hell is their city called? Uh, Angel, Angel Grove. Grove. Yeah, kind of like a Back to the Future thing where Tommy's like set back sent to a different, I guess, hit in Back to the Future, sent to the past, but whatever, but Tommy's own, he looks down on, like, destroyed sign of Angel Grove, he's like, oh, shit, and then he sees Godzilla fighting another kaiju, and he's like, what the hell's going on, and yeah, so he decides to fight it with Dragonzord, which, for some reason, still exists in that timeline, or is in that timeline, don't know how Dragonzord exists, if the power, I like, we don't know if the Power Rangers ever did, maybe they did, but it wakes up and fights Godzilla. And the other Power Rangers show up there at some point too. And their Zords exist in that timeline. And then they fight Godzilla. And then team up with Godzilla to fight the other kaiju that are being summoned by Rita. And the Zillions who are an alien race have been trying to take over Earth in Godzilla lore for a long time. It's it's funny to me because I always thought, even as a kid, I always thought God, uh, Dragon Zord was like an homage to Godzilla because he comes out of the water. He and he, he's, a, he's a big giant dragon yeah. who's green, mostly. So, mostly. Or, you know, green, green and black, that's his main two colors, right? So yeah. And so, with, with some gold trim. So, not, you know, not quite Godzilla colors, but close enough. Yeah, the, but... the green is the main theme because it's a Green Ranger's power yeah. sword. So. But it makes sense in this timeline because they show up and... Tommy automatically thinks, because he doesn't know how long Rita may have been in that universe, or if she's there, but there's a giant monster. They fight giant monsters. We need to stop it, right? So it makes sense for Tommy to summon his Dragonzord to fight it. And then they realize it's actually a bit creature that's existed on this planet forever. And it's the strongest fucking thing ever. And it almost killed Tommy with his atomic breath and the Dragonzord. And so, like, but they originally thought it was one of Rita's minions, right? It makes mm -hmm. sense. So, shit goes on, and from Godzilla's point of view, another monster showed up. This is my turf. Get off, right? So he fights it, right? It it makes sense for the crossover thing, and it, the story was fine. It it was okay crossover storyline, as what you would think happens in most crossovers. <laughs> so, I mean, it sounds at least a lot better than. The typical crossover. That's that's good, at least. It's on par. It's what I would expect. They didn't show any... They didn't show Godzilla or the Power Rangers Max being any stronger than they should have been, right? You know, they didn't have, like, Godzilla just destroy the Power Rangers and reign supreme throughout the entire manga. It went back and forth. And they had to team up, of course, to face the biggest, baddest kaiju that Godzilla's ever had to face. 
who always comes back. So, you know, a reason for them to combine forces. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. It was good. That's cool. And I borrowed the mangas of the comics to uh, my supervisor because he's a big Power Ranger and Godzilla fan. So I'm like, I know you haven't bought it yet, but here, read them. So I'm sh- I'll am hear about whether or not he likes or dislikes it when he gets back from reading it after Christmas break. <laughs> so. Nice. And we'll see if he goes out and buys it for himself to have it in his collection later. But it was good. It's uh, like the- that one episode of Simpsons. Like, sir, would you like to rent the tape? Why would I? You just showed me the best part. Like, yeah. Why, why, would I want why would I buy it? You just, you're already. <laughs> when it's being shown at like the blockbuster that they go to visit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw the best part and he walks off. Like, why would he buy it if he already read it then, you know? Yeah. Well, he likes to collect a lot of stuff. Like, I don't know how long ago it was, but for some reason he was thinking about the Green Ranger because that's his favorite ranger. And then he went on online and started buying up a lot of Green Ranger stuff because he's like, I just had to buy the Green Ranger dagger and the helmet and all these toys and then it was like a few hundred dollars later and he's like, there's still more stuff I could buy. I'm like, you should stop. You should just stop, Jason. You should just uh, stop. Like, you've already bought all this stuff of his character. You need to just stop. He knows it's going to get more expensive for you in the future. And then he looked over and he's like, but I could buy this. He shows it to me I'm like, that's really nice, but that's like $400. Do you need to spend $400 on and- that? Now is probably the worst time in human existence to buy Green Ranger. Oh, it, it was before that. It was before that. Oh, okay. So, okay. but still, like, he's buying the stuff at full price, or if he didn't get it right away, it could be slightly marked up. Like, you you should stop. Like, you, you went back and bought the original Green Ranger knife. Then you bought the remake of it, like the re-release of it. Then you went out and bought the original Green Ranger Dragon Sword. And then he bought the new Dragon Sword, and he bought the Lightning Collection. You, know, you need to stop. You spending. I still want the original Power Rangers Zord. I asked. I as a kid, I asked my parents for the, the Megazord, mm-hmm. and they're like, "No, no, no." And then one day, surprise, we got the the Megazord. I'm like, "Yes," but it was it was the Gen Two, it was the Thunder Megazords. I'm the one like, with the the dragon. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I like the. Dragon. I was happy, was but cool. I was like, I was like, that's not the one. I wanted when I when I asked them originally, it was yeah. When you asked them originally, it was the original Rangers. Yeah, and then, and then when they finally got to me, it was, it was like this. I'm like, oh, but like I was like, I don't want to complain because they'll probably just take it back and not give me a new one. So well, like, yeah, okay. and it's still Power Rangers, and it's still some of the some of the old team. Like you can't really complain, but also it's not the one you wanted. It's you not wanted the one the I wanted. <laughs> yes. I didn't like the the red dragon as much as the original red Tyrannosaur, you know, and all the red. That's that's why I grew up. That's what made me fall in love with the series. And I still to this day, I want the original Megazord, Dragonzord, and Titanus. I want the you want to I be want, able to combine them all. To yes, make, yeah. yes. I don't care if it's the remake or the original. I don't care. I just want to be able to like have the you, different configurations. Yeah, and, you want to be able know. to have each one be its own transformation, like it is in the show, and combine them all. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Did they ever do? That's... They they must have done one for Titanus, right? They had they had the Titanus toy, okay, and they yeah. they kept reusing it because all that all Titanus was was like open up the middle of him and put you know someone's yeah, like then, standing instead. That's all he it is. Slots inside, you know? yeah, yeah. So it's very easy to make Titanus an add on for most of them, which they tried to do in the show too. They're like, 
you know, we, we haven't called Titanus for six years by Titanus Ultra Sword and this like Japanese version. Yeah. They would show the Japanese stock footage of like whatever Megazord was current at the time flying in. And you could very easily tell when it was transi transitioning to the American made. They show like, this is like the toy. They show like the toy of the new Zord going to Titanus. I'm like, that is so fucking cheap. <laughs> That's so fucking cheap. That never happened in the original. They're just trying nope. to do that to like make. <laughs> Hey, we have like a new Titanus toy. Yeah, but that we don't have to do any engineering work on to make it combine because it's the easiest sh shit but ever. But for some reason, they just wanted the Mighty Morphin Power Ranger name to just keep going on, and they were afraid to just go on to the next name. Right? It took them mm -hmm. so long before they finally did uh, Turbo. What was it like Power Ranger three, Turbo? Three seasons yeah, of Mighty three Morphin, seasons. and then they did Zeo. Was the next one? Was it Zeo or was it Turbo? So, okay, three seasons of Mighty Morphin, and then the whole command center got destroyed, and there was, like, a sub-command center beneath that one, like, oh, it's a Zeo Crystals. Mm. Let's do this. And then they had the Zeo Crystal But what's it? That most... was still under the name... That was still under the name of Mighty Morphin, though, right? That was still... No, was it? Or did no, Zeo get no, its own it name? Power Ranger Zeo. Power Ranger Zeo. Okay, yeah, Zeo was its... Yeah, I, I forgot. They, they I keep to... thinking Turbo was the one, the first one that had its own name. No, past no, 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 Tur no. Turbo was, like, the third one, I think. But the, like, Turbo's the Zeo. other one that got, the, that got a movie. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, that's what I'm confusing it with. Mighty Morphin itself was the first movie, then Turbo yeah. was the second movie. But there was Zeo in between that. Zeo, and then I think after Zeo was... Turbo. I want to say yes, but yeah, anyway. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> After Zia was Turbo, and then it was Space. Yeah, and then they space. started doing, they had more confidence now in each season being its own fucking, like, name. You yeah. know, instead of what they did with Mighty Morphin, where they just, that's on its own fucking pedestal. <laughs> like, three three bloody seasons, and two Nothing... or three uh, cast changes, just for one se one show. Nothing will surpass Mighty Morphin, ever. Like when Nothing. it comes to like Western um, uh, Sentai, yeah, like yeah. Mighty Morphin is on its it's on its own set. It has lots of spinoffs. Like it's got oh. the the Lord Dracon uh, storyline going on in comics, which I want you, to get. <laughs> do you remember when they re-released it for the twentieth anniversary, the Mighty Morphin on TV? Because they made it into like a into like a comic book thing, like a panels and all this. No, like, I've got the twenty fifth anniversary Don't like DVD set. But I don't have like uh because that like that's what my uh Red Ranger helmet is. It's like the first twenty five years of Power Rangers in one collection. <laughs> they basically took the twenty the, the original show and made it like like the sixties like, like kind of like motion like with comics. The whole, like yeah, it's like they like freeze frames, like comic panels, and like speech mm. bubbles. I'm like, oh no, I don't know don't if I look, like. I'm not a fan of motion comics. I don't know. It's it's different, but anyways, that's kind it's of been half an hour. That's, but what are you? What geez, else have you been it almost to? has been. Uh, and I've just been trying to finish up a 3DS game. I'll talk about that next week. Is it uh, bravely default? I'll talk about it next week. Okay. A little bit, like as okay. spoilery as unspoilery as we can be because of the story. But we have said a lot about that game in general in terms of story. Mm -hmm. So yeah. But also, I don't want to talk about certain certain things, but I'll talk about it uh, when we get there. You can't even tell us the game? Well, it's probably default. It's the one I've been on for like okay. eight years, yes, yes, like since the release. Brave. Yeah, bravely default. But I'm, I'm getting there. 
I'm hoping okay. to be done in the next week. Well, so, you have holidays, so you should have the time to do that. Like, I was tempted not to go to sleep today because I was playing. I'm like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, like, you've beaten it, so you know. I actually didn't. I'm actually on the, I think, sixth repeat or something like that. So, but you know what took me so long is because I was trying to do all the optional content to get all the vampire skills, which is the blue mage skills in that game. Fair I was trying enough. to get because like, I they're to, all. Yeah, I get to the point where at the end I'm like, I think I already missed some vampire skills for some reason. I couldn't get certain ones. I think I missed them for real. So I'm like, yeah. I could do new game plus and get them again if I want. Apparently, so I'll do that if I want to. And I was like, at the end, I'm like, I've been on this game for so long. I need to finish it. So I'm skipping a lot of the uh, new combination fights just to get to the end and, and I'm there so I will without saying as much now that I know that you haven't done it I will say as little as I can I know the ending I know what happens ending I know what happens in the game you don't have to for me there's no spoilers I already know what ending happens. or ending Yes. I'm making so <laughs> yes. gestures so that you know what I mean without saying. <laughs> well, I actually don't know what you're saying, to be honest. But I, I, I know there's two different endings. Okay. Then you know what I mean. <laughs> you know, that's what I meant. Cause... Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, okay. Yeah. So. I know what happens. I know. I know. I'm the, on. The... I'm doing two right now. Okay. So, but we're, we're getting there. I was so tempted not to go to sleep because of that, but I'm like, I need fucking sleep. I am exhausted because of how the work has been. But yeah, we'll talk about that. I'll talk as little as I can about spoilers next week, but I'll talk about it next week. That's all I've been doing, pretty much. Okay. What have you been doing? Because I know you've actually played more than me and... Possibly have done a little bit more than I have. Uh, I don't know, DVD. like, because I just want to say, have you started? You did pick up Crisis Core, right? Yeah. But I you had... have not started it yet, have you? No, I've had three streams of it so far. I swear, every time I go to watch you, you're still doing. No, that's Crisis um, the Core. Yuffie DLC. No, that's Crisis Core you're watching. I don't it's think in the I... title too. I don't think I've watched a stream of you doing Crisis Core. I okay. So on last night's stream, in my credits, it said you were in the channel because it gave you shoutouts for being a mod. I must have been lurking because I don't yes. remember. I don't remember you doing Crisis Core. I've been doing. <laughs> Although Crisis I had Core. did ask you, I was going to ask you about what what were your opinions of not Cloud and not Sephiroth. I forgot about that. So yeah, yes, I do you, know you, you've been playing it. I just. My brain. Because I told you what happens at the end of chapter two with the wings, and you're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Remember yeah, we okay, had this conversation. Yeah, yeah. we did, and, okay. and I just forgot for some reason, just out of my mind. I just, for some reason, I was still thinking, even though we talked about it, that you were still doing hard mode on Final Fantasy, or still doing the DL Yuffie DLC for some reason. I got done that uh, early last week. So uh, Friday last week, then Monday and Tuesday, which was yesterday, I did uh, streams for Crisis Core. My God, Crisis Core, I've done more side quests than actual story. Like, mm. 
it's crazy the amount of side quests, I, and you have to you have to do them all for the one hundred percent. Yeah, like, I do believe. Like, I could be wrong, so don't quote me on this. But my experience from how much I've I've played on PSP was that the story seems to be pretty short, but it is a PSP game, so they want to add in a lot of stuff to, for you to get your money's worth. So there's a lot of doing we'll say VR missions or training missions, whatever, where you're just going back to old maps and doing different stories and side quests and such. I could be wrong, but it feels like that because they, it's a, it really is a very short story from what I remember, but it is yeah. canon. Yeah. It's like, it feels very different from your typical FF game from all the slots and all this. Yeah, the combat, on. they tried something new with trying to do an action game, but also tried to add in a turn-based, big air quotes on turn-based, turn-based style. Like, they didn't know what they're going to do and how to do your specials and your magic system and stuff like that. So It was the basically the slots. prototype of Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah, it kind of feels like that they didn't know how to do an action rpg proper while making while appealing to people who like uh, turn-based action or turn-based mm -hmm. uh combat it's very weird there i do have issues with it for example if you block my game you can't move you can't even switch the mm -hmm. direction you're blocking final fantasy mm -hmm. 7 remake you can walk while you're blocking you can yep. change your direction this <laughs> blocking is almost worthless in this game also if you have an attack you know you can't dodge in time just block it fine but then yeah like, maybe you get something that can help with block later on i don't think so but it's almost better if you know it's coming dodge exactly yeah i've been dodging 99 percent of the time blocking is more or less useless yeah and part. with uh with the character you're playing as, he doesn't have the Buster Sword, if people no. didn't know. So, might as well dodge. His entire build, or build, but his character and that, feels more in tune with dodge attack. Dodge attack, because he's very aggressive. It feels like with his the way he acts and the way he um, uh, fights. It feels more like he should be attacking a lot of the time, or taking aggro and being very cocky. That kind of feel that cloud should feel like but cloud isn't right you know yeah in terms of attitude and fighting ability <laughs> it's funny you mentioned the buster sword because the last couple titles of my stream was dude where's my buster sword I, it's like i'm waiting i, I did because, see like, they... that which is why i still don't remember why you're playing the fucking game it's like they oh. tease it to you a couple times in chapter two that you're going to get mm -hmm. the buster sword right there and then it's literally leaning against a wall. Can I ask, take is point. it gold hilted or is it black? No. You don't <laughs> Neither. remember? Neither. Well, it does, like, the very edge, right before it gets the handle. In Final Fantasy VII, oh. they show it, or Final Fantasy VII original, it's an entire, it's all black, right? In Advent Children and on, they made it gold. I don't know. Okay, yeah. It's, I'd it's have to look small. then. Because I know it. they tried to change it gold because it made Sephiroth's... In the original Final Fantasy VII, he had a... It was all black. Like, his, it was a black hilt. And in Final Fantasy VII, Advent Children, and on, they made it gold. So, yeah, I was just wondering if they're making it gold canonically now. Uh, canonically, even, if you want to say it properly. Or uh, on from now on, or not. Like, if they went back and made it black or gold. I'm just wondering for aesthetic reasons. That's I have all. no idea. Because I can't remember but, if Clouds uh, is gold in FF7 Remake. I'd have to look. Because it should be the same sword, right? So, I'd have I'm to look. Sure. I just wanted to know if you noticed or not. Anyway. 
Anyway. No, that's not. No, it, it's you, got nothing to do with the story. Just I want to know for aesthetic, for head. You cannon. barely, you barely see the Buster Sword. Yeah, I. So you, you see it in like cutscenes, and I don't think you ever, or very rarely ever, fight against or with that character. <laughs> I was hoping we'd get the Buster Sword early on in the game because of the storyline, which it would make a lot of sense if we did. Like, yeah, I don't know. I thought, but... I'm not sure when. No, I... like this is a game where you don't. The only equipment you change is your materia and your accessories. That's it. You don't change your armor or weapon. So Zach is stuck with the sword for apparently the whole game, which sucks because it's a very well. Thin sword I don't know. To the sword. I don't know how it ends. Like we're sure we know when it well, ends. Canonically, he gets it, but for well, yeah, yeah, the yeah. gameplay, yeah, I for the game, I don't know if or when. It could just be a cutscene that he gets it. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. you'll find out. Uh, you'll find out later or sooner than I probably. So, but yeah, the, does it uh... feel good? Does it feel like it is a PSP game upgraded? <laughs> yes, actually, and you know, I I said this a few times on the stream. I actually think this is for like what 2005 ish game like a 2005 ish handheld game this is actually a really good game honestly. yeah um imagine playing it crab clawing the psp because you have to use the left and right triggers and all the face buttons and the control pad and the joysticks trying to crap like it's not a good experience playing it on psp it's probably way better with modern day controllers that feel good in your hands. And you're not having mm -hmm. to look down like this and squint at a tiny screen. It's so the modern day new isms of just playing it on a bigger screen with nicer feeling controllers probably makes the game feel a lot better, just in general. It is. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a, you know, I'm playing on hard mode, but in general, it's a pretty easy game. But there have been moments mm. where I'm literally getting one shot from full health. You should, like, uh, you should uh, look into um, punch, goblin punch. Um, the the whole punch line of uh, materia is like a one punch um, ability, but apparently it's really strong. <laughs> later I don't in have the game. any of that. I think I don't know good. when you get the first one, but apparently the the final one at uh, max level apparently is good. That's what I was planning on building my character with. Honestly, I wish I wish you didn't tell me that because now that's kind of a spoiler. Now I kind of know that exists and I don't have that to look forward to. It's like, you know, well, you know what I mean? If, if you didn't know it was there, you'd probably just look over it. But if you were looking to do like 100%, you'll find it. Don't know if you would use it, but I don't know how tough things are. End game for like the hardest difficulty, yada, yada. So it might have been something you fall upon anyway of you should use this as one of your materia combos. I don't know. But apparently, kind of like in um, in what do you call it? in Dirds of Subarus, the uh, toy gun. Keep that and upgrade. It's the best thing in the game. Apparently, I I don't know how good got the uh, punch the punch thing is at the very end because I never got that far. But apparently, it's really good. It may not be based on other materia builds and ability builds in, in terms of like DPS, but I. I really don't know. It's it's something I I fell upon and was like, I kind of like that as an idea. Let me try and build towards that. Because you know I like stupid builds. Like, if I can, I want to do... If I can, I want to beat Final Fantasy as one... What the fuck's it called? Uh, Stranger of Paradise as Monk. <laughs> I want to beat it as Monk because I fucking love Monk and I want to challenge myself doing it. 
right? So we'll see if I can. I plan on doing it when I buy that game. <laughs> Maybe beating it on with Monk, so. Oh, well, it depends on your difficulty, too. Right. Hardest. <laughs> no I don't offense. know. I don't, I don't, I, I don't see sticking with the hardest difficulty. It's, it's, we'll it's really hard. But you can, I can start the game originally on the hardest difficulty, right? Can I? In that yes, one? That's, that's what I did. But I'm telling you right now, that it's not kind meant of, to, uh, the no, expectation it's... that you're going to be forced to use, you know, you can have two jobs equipped at the same time. So if you only want to do a monk run, then you're going to suffer for a very long time. And you're yeah, I'm, 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 I, I am expecting suffering when doing it, but it's not like I'm not going to do the other classes. I just don't know if I can or if I'm going to just do it, go through the game and then have my goal be defeat Warrior of Light as monk slash whatever other class. I don't know exactly, but I want to monk because if I can love it. Anyway, that's I'm interrupting. But uh, yeah, uh, Crisis Core, pretty fun so far. Um, last night's stream, I'm like, okay, so we just did chapter two in the last stream. We'll try and do chapter three today. I never did chapter three. I just did side quest, side quest, because there's a lot of missable content and missable mm, achievements. I do believe so. And such. So you have to take the time. And do them every. You have to do, you know, like you're you're in the Shinrite building, and then you can go outside in Midgar on Sector Nine, and then or you can go back inside and do the mission. Mm. So like the missions are always very short and very easy. Yeah, but a lot of the maps quests. are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, you have to make sure you get every mail from every you know fan club that you join and all this stuff. It's like you know about you have to do all apples? these. <laughs> We do, yeah. They they talked about that at the start. Chapter I know. Two, I just that's like a fucking meme, like that and the uh, play that they go on about. What's it called? Loveless. Loveless. Loveless and dumb apples. <laughs> like, <laughs> I I was told from someone one of the I forget it starts with the G. That's another meme. Gregonga or something like that. Oh uh, yeah, I believe so too. Yeah, I do. Something like that. I yeah. I've never seen it, so I don't want to spoil myself. But when I see it, I'll know it. But uh, up until then, I I don't know. But uh, yeah, I mean, Crisis Core has been fun. I've been playing that. You know, uh, I'll, that's kind of be my main game. It's not a very long game. Even okay, so I did a bunch of side missions, and like I'm only like fifteen percent. It actually shows like a counter in the bottom left of how many side missions you have. Nice. And it's not like you unlock them all right away. So you unlock them yeah. gradually. It's like each 15%. chapter, you get so much unlocked, and then you have to go out into the city sometimes to talk mm -hmm. to people to get certain side quests unlocked, or to get the like you said the mail to come in. Like you have to go tell the guy who's like standing in an alley or whatever who's just going on about loveless and you have to tell him yeah i like loveless sure i'll join your fan club and then Pretty he starts much. sending you mail so yeah yeah stuff you have to like make sure that. you get all the mail for the 100 percent. yeah and you have you to know, keep so. going out and talking to people and certain characters only show up during certain chapters so. exactly exactly i met hojo yes yeah cool. yeah i don't remember yeah. what chapter i made it to I don't remember if I've done everything in the game because I was just playing on PSP. And then at some point, I was like, this is a terrible experience on PSP. So I do want to buy this version just so I have a better experience playing. <laughs> if the RNG gods are in your favor, the battles can be very, like, you just auto, like, you just auto win. Like, hey, you know, oh, you rolled infinite MP for the rest of the fight. And right after that, oh, hey, you rolled invulnerability. Yeah, for like for thirty seconds. Well, and, but, okay, I'll just spend my MP. But then you can just... go half the map, and I haven't gained a level yet. I need a level, and then yeah, you'll get into two fights and level up, level up, level up, because the RNG is like you need these levels. Here you go, because <laughs> I think that's you how need... it kind of works. Because it tries, you... I want to say it tries to make you a specific level, but you can still get RNG to be a higher level or 
a little bit lower level, but it still tries to, I think, try and get you to a specific level. So you're not being screwed too badly, but I could be wrong. It, it may work out completely differently. It's been a while since I've read the... I am over-leveled for the story, but for those missions, I can handle up to five-star missions. I haven't even seen a six-star yet. Some of the five-star missions I can do easily. Some of them take forever. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah. there's, like, I think up to ten stars or something like that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I saw Hojo. That's a bunch of side quests for him. I had to do them, at, you know, on that stream because that's, like, the only time he shows up in the game. Yeah. Does he look... Lab. I assume so, but he does look... It is the same character model from FS7R, right? He looks a little not as fucked up in the face. Well, I guess he'd yes. be younger because it's technically in the past. Yeah. And it's the same voice actor. Oh, I, I love I love Hojo and, and FFR. Yeah. Good that, voice. I, I, you know good. I'm good with the voices. So yeah. for Zach, we barely heard him in the FF7 remake. Yeah. So I'm not sure if that's the same voice actor, but Hojo was like definitely hope, the same one. like to hope it is because it's going to be weird if they have different voice actors, especially when they do FF7R2. And if Zach's there and his voice is different again, that'd be fucking weird. Oh, at the end of the Yuffie DLC, we got some uh, cutscenes concerning oh. the main characters, including oh. Zach. Okay, so, so I seen shows... I seen what happens at the end of the original. I did not see the end of Yuffie. Maybe I'll have to check out your uh, ending. Yeah, because yeah. I it's not like. Uh, I'm not going to play our remake. It's like, I don't care about the spoilers because I'll play it through to challenge myself then. So, you know, that one meme where like you see like Yuff, uh, Tifa and Aerith like pulling up their thumbs, like hitchhiking on the, on the mm, highway. Yes, I've seen that's, that. That's that's part of that. And Does, also, is you see Zach. In it? Okay, no, I think yes. I've seen, I think I know what you mean then. I have, to, I have Zach, seen that. Zach also goes to the church, but then they've already left Midgard at that point. He's like, guess who's back? And then he sees a bunch of people in there who are like, yes, suffering. okay, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. Yep, okay, so, never mind. I've seen uh, it. But yeah, then that so, it just makes you go, wait, what? Like, what? Yeah. Like, I wasn't expecting that at the end of the Yuffie DLC. I wasn't. Just, you like that? So that, was, that was, you like that, that as the teaser that, for the next game? As to that was like a that was like a five minute teaser, even more than five minutes. That was like a but almost it's good ten minutes. It's it makes... good. It was really good. <laughs> so yeah, that was amazing. Seeing that put... makes me just go, "Holy shit!" I need to like what like the, if you didn't know it already, it is a reimagining of the of the series, and you have to have played the originals before this because. And watch Advent Children, of course. Yeah, I have a feeling Advent Children is going to tie into Crisis Core. The whole reason why I see some guy in Chapter Two already having a one-winged angel set up, like Sephiroth does later on in the storyline. So I have to rewatch. I have Crisis oh, Core. Uh, I have uh, Advent Children here, like right next to me. So I need to rewatch it, and whoop, I need to rewatch it and uh, find out. So because it's been a few years. Do you now. remember? Yep. You fight at the end of FF7R. Do you remember the three, we'll call them spirits, that yes. you fight? Do you remember what weapons they were wielding? Or, or what elements they were, if they had elements? I don't know. I, I, I could guess off my memory. Fire, ice, lightning, I think. Okay. I could be wrong. And one had a big katana or sword or something one had a sword and shield i think and one had like a spear I, I i could be wrong it's just i have to look at their weapons but someone was talking to me i think it was jesse cox but i have to look it up someone was saying that one is fisted weapons with lightning one is a short sword or like daggers 
I think, or was it a gun? I don't remember exactly. Sorry. Oh, it was a gun. And right. and yeah, he was, was wielding gun. fire, and the other guy had a katana, possibly dual bladed katana, not dual wielding, but dual bladed, and mm -hmm. he would have had a different element, which would be the three guys from Advent Children. Interesting. Well, but I know the I two don't guys. I don't remember for sure because it was a long time ago since I seen that video, and right. Jesse Cox could just be. You know, how he gets in his head when he's trying to do lore. Like, oh, does this mean that? And he overreacts on things, so. It, I actually it, don't watch Jesse Cox. Okay, so no, he, he's big on into lore and, of course, Final Fantasy. So he may have just been, like, mind-bombing himself and be completely wrong. But he was just going off like, oh, is this, a, is this a, uh, an Advent Children reference? Oh, my God, you know. So he may well, have. Well, Chris, is this real life? Is it fantasy? No, <laughs> I know where you're getting going from, but it could be Damn that, it. but it may not be. But going where the end of that game went, it could be right. Like, you know, when you're going against fate, possibly, who knows well, what could happen? Apparently, we just—I shouldn't say destroy. Maybe we did destroy, but we we altered fate at the very least. So now I have yeah. high hopes for Aerith. Like I have high hopes for Aerith. Like that's what I mean. Like. It's been changed, but how much has been changed? How many timelines have been changed? You know, well, it's already been like we know Biggs and Wedge survive, so that's mm -hmm. already different. Yeah, like things are already different. I'm just wondering, like, how different or how many times it's been altered, or for what specific reason? Like, why? Like, is there a bigger plot that we don't know of for uh, when it comes to Sephiroth? Or is it just yes. that he's trying to achieve that one goal this entire time and it's been stopped every single time? Or does he need multiple timelines? Like, how how deep is it going? Is this like a Bravely Default situation? Or is this just a, I haven't achieved my goal yet and I'm going to keep skipping timelines till I achieve my, you know what I mean? I, like, I think it's a Bravely Default situation. because That's like, what I'm hoping. Sephiroth... I think he knows at this point Genova's not his real mom, like he originally thought. Yes, I think he, he has realizes to. that at this point. He has to. At this point. You'd think. In the original game, he thought that the entire time, up until the very end. But now, well, first of all, how the hell did he get back, right? How did he How did he avoid his fate in the end of the original how game? How did he that. escape Kingdom Hearts? Yes. But, and, uh, and Smash Brothers. Pretty much, but... I think he <laughs> he's obviously altering timelines. This is you know he's trying to influence Cloud and everyone else. But yeah. uh, what's his new goal? We don't know. I don't think he cares about destroying. Like, like I wonder, does he, Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Like, does he have a slightly different goal now, or is it the same one? To. It's just you know, like I'm I'm just wondering. Like for some reason, I was thinking at some point he's like, are they going to try and make Sephiroth the good guy that he was actually trying to stop a calamity, but. For some reason, uh, in the original, he was summoning meteors, so it, it it was the wrong thing to do. But now he realizes there's something greater, so he's trying to stop it. But I'm like, they can't do that. Sephiroth has to stay the bad guy. He he has to. <laughs> I don't want him to become a good guy. Fuck that. <laughs> like, you know? Like, it, it's just something, some storylines turning in my head of, are they going to try and make him the good guy because everyone loves Sephiroth? <laughs> you know what I imagine, mean? Imagine... Imagine if he was a controllable party member in part three. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> you know, like that's what I. You would finally what... get your character with the Mazamune. With the with the, with the Mazamune, yes. But 
Like that's what was turning in my head at some point. Like, are they gonna? Are they actually gonna do it? Like, make Sephiroth a a, a good guy at some point? Is he gonna be our? Uh, oh, what's his name from uh, Chrono Trigger? Magus. Mag- is he gonna be Magus? You know, like. <laughs> but they can't. You you they can't. Would they? <laughs> I don't think so because he's been established as a villain. Like if we look at the fighting games, for example, there's like one good guy, one bad guy for every fighting game. Or, yeah, sorry, every but, Final Fantasy. I mean, I meant to say. Yeah, but you, you know what I mean, like, the, like, like they could as long as they establish another better guy, like true mother or not mother. What the fuck's her name? I guess mother according to Sephiroth. Uh, Geno- true, true Genova. Yeah, like, I still don't know why we fought that version of her in the first part of the game that never happened in the original yeah like so well i guess we'll see anyway <laughs> uh, yeah but anyways so i've been playing that i've been playing a little bit more marvel snap um i'm almost i'm i'm, I'm within striking distance of uh the infinity rank which is the max rank again so nice. i need to try and do that within the next couple of weeks or so um what else so i've been playing i played the new dlc for vampire survivors got all the achievements again that was pretty i fun. seen that angry Tom on YouTube went back to it and he's like, I miss a lot of stuff, but I've got a lot of stuff add, are being added into it. So he's going to try and do a lot of stuff. Like I haven't picked it up myself, but I've been watching a lot of him play it. The so, DLC was literally $2. So yeah, I don't know if yeah. he got that yet. Cause I think these are older videos, but I'm sure he'll get it. Cause he's been loving the hell yeah. out of the game. The base game is like five to $7 really cheap depending when you purchase it and then that's it seems like two bucks it's like okay this is like yeah i I really this is like honestly it might be my game of the year i should i should get it because it's just fine pass i don't have game pass oh i thought you still had it okay no and you know the last time i had it i didn't even use it i downloaded yeah i was disappointed i downloaded sean got me a copy or got me not a copy but uh was it a week or a month whatever it was for it and I downloaded uh Sea of Thieves? No. I, I, I bought Sea of Thieves. I uh I downloaded uh River City Girls mm-hmm. and then I never played it. It's on <laughs> sale right now on Steam. I need to get it because second one's yeah. out. Yeah, well the zero's out as well. Yes. I need to like get those because I, I think they're all on sale right now. I, I have the second one in my card already. I'm like, should I buy this? Yeah, it's it's uh sixteen ninety nine. It's in my cart right now. Yeah, it's it's oh. worth it for that i know it is i just need to buy it (laughs) it's 50 percent off they have the whole uh river city City collections for 46 percent off 60 dollars don't remember if i have that on so switch or what i'd have to look it up where i got it river city girls river city girls zero river city saga three kingdoms i have no idea what that one is and this one i don't know river city melee match that's strange but yeah the second the second game isn't part of this but it should be Oh, they've but, got yeah. like they've got the classic classic uh, collection, or whatever, on Switch or something. I don't remember what exactly what's called, but I've got like either I was going to get it or I do have a collection of that on Switch. I'll get you the name of it later if I remember. But yeah, the River City Girls two just came out. It's still ten percent off until January fifth. It's uh forty bucks, and the River City Girls zero is only twelve. Yeah. Bucks. You'll have to get those. River City Girls Two stars. Uh, you, you can play some, you know, some of the characters from Double Dragon. Yeah, you play. Um, what's her name? Marin? Is that her name? The I girl. Think that's her name. Yeah. Uh, the white hair girl. 
who keeps uh, getting punched in the ads and getting knocked out. So you gotta go save her. She's That's now what... now in the new game. She's getting like rock hard ads because she was getting tired of people knocking on like. And it's such a great canonical reason why she worked out, and she looks great. Love her. <laughs> in the first game, she just serves as a shopkeep, but like every time you go to a shop, it's a it's a unique like picture of the yeah. two girls like maybe leaning over the counter. And for Marin, she's like she you know she wears a shirt that like shows her abs. Yeah, and the girls like. You know, I, <laughs> like I love <laughs> that because in every game, in all the old games, when she was the one to be saved, she get punched in the gut and carried off. Like it's, it's great. I I I love that. It is. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're gonna pick up the first game, I was gonna pick it up anyway, so we can play together maybe on stream or something at some point. Maybe, maybe. I, I mean, I do have a few days off during this week so maybe we should tr actually try to do something together and maybe yes. i could get back and do a bloody stream for once other than the podcast we were, we had plans to run secret of mana and speed run it for the top 10 in the world <laughs> there's only eight people yeah, on the we, just haven't, <laughs> we just haven't done it yet we literally have to spend any time and we'd be top 10 in the world in that game for that category so yeah but, uh, At least according to, was it Speedrunners Archive? Speedruns.com. No. Yeah, Speedruns.com. Speedruns. Yeah. I guess the archive is technically the archive of a lot of that stuff, mm -hmm. but whatever. It, we, we were going to do that. Uh, I haven't looked at the, looked at it of how to do the speedrun, but I'm sure it's not too hard. No, it's, I mean, off stream or off podcast, I should say, I'll tell you kind of yeah. the method. I, I did when I, when I, Found out, you know, how to run Mystic Quest. If you remember, I did that for a yeah. couple weeks on Twitch, and I got like 40th place in the world, which is pretty good considering. We were thinking. A... Oh, go on. No, it's okay. I was gonna say we were thinking to also look into doing uh, Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> Country. Oh yeah, that's right. For... That's right. Because we both okay. like Donkey Kong Country. It's a good game. Yes. And and such. So. Speaking of something special's on the way, to... in the mail. Oh. I can't wait. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, no, it's not okay. Oh, that's N sixty four. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, well, we're over an hour. What else have I been doing? I think that's about it for the most part. Just streaming those games and uh, you know playing a few things off stream. Um, Vampire Survivors, really fun. Really highly recommend it. I got all the achievements in the new DLC now, so. It's on Game Pass, but it's also very cheap on Steam. It's like five bucks or, you know, give or take a dollar mm. or two. So definitely recommend it. It's, as I said, probably my game of the year. It's You haven't played anything like it before. Um, really fun, very addictive. And yeah, it's a, this is one of the guess, best gameplay loops I've played in my entire life when it comes to a game. Usually I'm not, oh, excuse me. Usually I'm not a big fan of gameplay loops, but like dungeon, like, you know, roguelites or whatnot. But this one, Oh, I'm just having hiccup. Sorry. This one I am a massive fan of, and it makes sense. It makes sense, you know. I, but anyways, I like how that game like revived, like because those games existed in some form or fashion on like Newgrounds and Flash games and such. But I like how this game came out during COVID, either just before or during it, and it was like, oh, well, it just created this new genre that everyone's now making clones of. Yeah, you know, you know, you know what's funny, like everyone's half an hour and like the game pretty much auto kills you unless if you like have some special weapons that like mm. prevents it but you know literally you've seen the graphics card i have right for my pc yeah how powerful it is 
even my graphics card, this is for any system, there's so many numbers and effects going on in the last like two to three minutes of gameplay if you live that long because you're that powerful. Yeah. There's so many enemies, so many damage numbers. Like literally all you're seeing is damage numbers on your screen. My computer dips down like way below 30 FPS. Yeah, I've seen a but lot. When of... you pause the game, it's like everything's fine. But like when, when you actually play the game, there's so much. It's like it's it's all, there's so many numbers and such. It's it's more like things are happening like literally like 0.1 of a frame. It's up there, yeah. right? That's why it's a bitch to stream because it's like, yeah, on Twitch you can stream with 60 FPS. But there's stuff happening like multiple, like multiple times within the frame. Yeah, I wouldn't so want to stream that off using the switch. <laughs> oh, the switch would probably get really hot, to be honest. It, the switch got hot in my hands playing freaking Mario Odyssey, and that's like a launch title. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it gets hot playing Pokemon for sure with all with all the FPS. Like, anyways, so that's what I've been up to. We should probably transition into the news because we're at an hour and five minutes now. We only have five five news stories this week. Yeah, yeah. so we have a couple from last week and then again, kind of a slow news week. This week, not surprising because it's the holidays. But uh, yeah, Chris, do you want to pick the first one? Yeah, I've, I want to talk about uh, apparently uh, Epic Games. It's not unusual for them to like go out and, you know, reach out to artists and stuff like that to I guess make collabs with them or get some of their art and costumes into their game. But there's uh, an artist, uh, what's he go by? Uh, DebJJ e. Lee on yep. uh, Twitter, uh, who was offered by them like $3,000 for art that'd be turning to like a costume on the store, like for the store, which in normal cases, like, oh yeah, three grand, that's not that bad. You know, if the artist could keep, you know, keep the rights to the to the costume, then they can, you know, make art because it's theirs and be able to sell prints and stuff like that of it. But apparently that's not the case. Epic Games offered them three thousand dollars for the for the art and the copyright of the art, in which he said, Fuck no. Like, if you want that, you can have to offer me at least double that or more. Because copyright means you guys own it. I can't make money off of it anymore beyond that. And you guys could just sell skins of it forever. That's not fair. And that is definitely not fair. Copyrights carry a hefty toll if you're trying to buy it off someone. If any artist should know, you should be offering at least double what... If you were to sell sell the rights to, you know, for... An exclusivity for a bit of one of your art pieces for X amount of money. You should be selling the copyright for that for double at least or more of what you're selling it for because copyright costs like it, it costs some money for them to make the copyright and to hold on to it for the uh, for the people. But for how much money they can make off of it beyond that, it it, it basically could be infinite depending on how well it sells. Right. Yada, yada. It's. It's just insane how mu- how little they're trying trying to get off of him for this. <laughs> yeah, I guess someone just... who watches artists and sorry and have heard stories of uh, other artists, you know, trying to tell people, you know, tips of how to not get screwed by their art. And this is definitely sounds like they were trying to screw an artist for how much they thought of 
they could get away with for arch uh, assets. Some people don't think that much of their art and think three grand would be fair, depending on their art. This guy has really good art and I would and says that he sold stuff for more than that. So I would agree with him that three thousand's a screwing they were trying to do. <laughs> yeah, I think they made nine billion a year and they can only give you three thousand. It's like three bill what? Ooh, I yeah. think so. Yeah, I think because like I read uh, this is a story I just remembered now that I should have linked, but um recently uh um Epic has been handed a five hundred million dollar penalty um from the shit who, who the same people who are suing Microsoft to prevent mm. them from what shit, which what's that regulatory body called again? The fuck. I don't remember something GA, I think maybe, but Anyways, they, they got sued. They passed down the ruling. So they're going to have to pay money for a couple different reasons. One is for um, because they made they made it so that it's easy for children to accidentally purchase so, uh, something within Fortnite. And it was really hard to get a refund. Mm-hmm. And then also, again, um, it was very easy to have. Like, the default options were to have the mic on. And, that, you know, for children playing that game, that's like a privacy issue or something like along those lines. So they got fine for that as well mm-hmm. and yeah so they lost 500 million which is like if you make 9 billion that's like you know like an 18th one out of 18th <laughs> it's like okay that sucks but we made a lot of buttload of money so that's like nothing you know but uh yeah like the fact that they only want to pay three thousand dollars for this it's like yeah, three thousand can with- afford with the copyright attached that is yeah three thousand dollars is like maybe a couple months worth of rent not even you know so it's kind of like that depends on where you are yeah like yeah yeah that's insane and for someone who lives off of selling his work he said three thousand would have been fine if i could just sell the prints and keep the copyright you know it but still stays mine go ahead you guys want to do that but no it copyright throws in a a monkey wrench here that's I just want to bring this up because I follow a lot of, a lot of artists and stuff like that, and so <laughs> it just seems insane that they were trying to do that to some of the artists. I wonder how many other artists got suckered into that, or if he's the first one that like made it public about uh, about this. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, as an artist, you probably don't want to, you know draw any attention negative attention to like people trying to hire you because that's no. kind of like okay we'll never we'll never hire you than going forward but yeah, like but also, at the same time yeah. this right to make it you know make them be aware that that's not really okay like yeah, they're and... literally trying to like lowball them and they can afford to like pay obviously to them it yeah, doesn't make a difference there's also that they, they can afford a bit more when they're making that much money. If it was a small mm-hmm. company or whatever, yeah, okay, I I can understand that. But uh, epic or uh, epic, epic, yeah, epic. For some reason, I was thinking riot. It, yeah, epic could easily afford that. So stop trying to lowball the creators who are that you're trying to hire to do this work. Like, yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, next news story. Something I want to point out really quickly is you know generally. I like to collect collector's editions uh, if I can, if I want it, right? For the I do too, part. sometimes. And Blizzard, you know, even this is like, you know, like we're talking like, you know, back in the day, like even like 20 years ago, when, you know, when I was like a Blizzard fan, I was buying collector's editions. And, you know, 
when you buy a collector's edition, Chris, like aside from all the extras, what do you expect to be like? You expect a big box. You well, expect some extras, right? Hmm. Maybe like I usually, expect... I would usually expect you know, get cup of the game soundtrack, art book. Leather bound is mm -hmm. fine. Is better, but an an art book or like some kind of statue or figurine doesn't matter how big you know it could be a really tiny one as long as it's nice you know give me some collectible in there and uh maybe some dlc thrown in if there was typically. dlc but th like that could, here's that... an exclusive costume for the character or something like that sure why not or you know give me a nice cloth map i really like cloth maps those are nice mm -hmm. you know paper is fine but cloth is better yeah. But yeah, I, I expect something like that and make that maybe 50% more than the cost of the normal game. Maybe double depending on how nice it is. That's what I would it, normally see. Don't make it a Gotham Knights where it's like a $400. <laughs> you know, I'm not you that know? big a fan. I wouldn't spend $400 on it. But like to me, that's gouging your fans. But normally a collector's edition is, hey, you want support your, you want uh, some extra stuff like that. We'll take a hit on what we're making. Because, or you assume that they're gonna make they're gonna make a little bit less from the collector's edition, but you're getting extra stuff, and you're supporting them day one with this huge collector's edition, right? Here's some extra yeah. stuff. Thank you, right? That's normally what I would see back in the day. So yeah, I mean, I I'm kind of with you. That's something that I would you know typically expect. So um, so so like you know they recently opened up. Um, on Battle.net, uh, pre-orders for Diablo Four. Awesome. You, know, you can there's there's three. Yeah, and if you pre-order it, apparently you get into the beta. But anyways, there's like three different versions. The most expensive one being 120. dollars um, Oh wow, that's anyways. cheap. What do you get with yeah. it? Yeah. Well, I don't know, but that's that's not what this story is about. Like you you can log on to Battle.net and kind of compare. I know you get like four days of early access. You get like the they're gonna have like a free and paid track. You can that that includes the paid like track with that price. Art print, like art book. You get a pin. you get no 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 no. I'm talking about the no no. I so I said on Balnet you can order it. So like there's three different versions of the digital version of Diablo Four. Oh. That's what I meant. Yeah, that's that's what I'm referring to. But like yeah, as I said, the most expensive version of Diablo Four is 120. dollars So they recently announced in the last week like a hundred dollar Diablo Four collector's box. I'm like oh sweet. This is amazing. So I assume like, the digital one had some DLC that you might not get with this. For it to be with twenty dollars well, more, right? Yeah, I mean, right? like, but well, we're kind of we're kind of jumping ahead, full, but yes. Uh, well, so, yeah, I'm, when I'm just I saw trying this... to understand because you know, game and and okay. all the stuff you're getting physically. Okay, hang on. I'm actually going to open Bellnet now. Uh, so yeah, so digitally. They had pre-orders up for the last couple of weeks or so, I want to say. But um, let's see. So the app, if I go, I'm on the okay, I'm on the Battle.net um, hmm. actual uh, app now, where you launch your games and purchase games. Okay, where's Diablo Four? Here, Diablo Four. So Diablo Four has three editions. Oh, I was a little wrong. So there's an, this is all Canadian. Ninety dollars is standard. One hundred twenty is deluxe, and then ten more is the ultimate. So one hundred thirty is the all right. biggest one. So I was like, oh, nice collector's edition for only a hundred dollars. Like yeah, a physical box. Like I'm probably gonna get like the best version, or even if it's the base version, you can probably you can always upgrade it. Yeah, you can. If I want that, uh, you know, that extra wing set for for your main character in Diablo Four, you could spend 
ten dollars more and get that in amount, right? You know, yeah. or pets, whatever. Yeah, yeah, fine. I can do that. So yeah, so like even if I were to get the base version at ninety, this is a hundred. So I'm paying like ten dollars for the extras. I'm like, God damn, I'm gonna get this for sure. Then I saw was in it, Chris, you know, and it's a lot of what you said, like uh, something called candle of creation. This one is only one. I'm not sure what it is. I yeah, think it's I don't just know like, what that uh, is. Just like, I and... don't know. There's an occult mouse pad, a cloth map of sanctuary, like nice. you mentioned. Pin of the Herodron. So just yeah. like a pin set, whatever. It's fine. Collect Diablo 4 collector's edition art book, like you mentioned. Okay, cool. And then there's matted fine art prints, two of them. Okay, cool. You know what this doesn't have? The fucking game. <laughs> it doesn't have the game like I... what the hell like no game comes in this physical collector's box none and you're paying a hundred dollars for these extras like what you know, are you kidding me this, i don't care about these for a hundred dollars this isn't the, the first game. time a collector's edition has come out without a game as well i think this is the first time blizzard has done it though specifically. i do believe that is true i just don't remember who the other ones were that did a collector's edition without the game but it is still well it's dumb like a hundred dollars for all those extras i do not think those extras are worth a hundred dollars we're we're less than half a year away from the release of diablo 4. Jeez. it comes out it comes out june 6th so we're wow. less than half a year so yeah it's like what the fuck? like why i don't care about any of this like i'm not sure again i'm not sure what candle creation is I'll, I I want to know, not because I want to purchase this, because I'm curious. But like, aside from that, this is not worth a hundred dollars. Like, I'm sorry, it's not. Like, even if for the most hardcore Diablo fan, it's like, oh god. Like, if you were to like, take each of these things and sell them off separately, maybe they could see a hundred. But like we said, normally, well, at least what it used to be, a collector's edition was at price or like a little bit cheaper than what you would. think think it would be sold at individually at stores you know like a art book yada yada, yada right uh combined usually we get cheaper like i was saying lunar well, i think at the time the game was like 60 i think the collector's edition was like uh was it 100 bucks or something like that so it's a little bit more but from what i got with it i found it to be worth it and i don't think it costs that much to make it but this is insane the game is like 90 dollars or $80, whatever it's going to be at full. Is it going to be like new gen prices, 90 plus $100 for like, you have to spend up $200 to get the, to get this and the game. You spend yes. like $100 for the game. Yes, pretty much. It's like, oh, you want the game? I'll just buy it online. It's like, I want it physically. And, like, And the, the collector's edition doesn't come with everything because you have to think of what version of the digital game you want to get, which is going to have the DLC and extras in there. So you're spending in Canadian, we're spending a hundred or 200. If you were to get this, that is you're spending 230, $240 yep. to get everything. <laughs> if this doesn't come with a game, this isn't a collector's edition. That's why they, they very, they verily, uh, very smartly said it's a collector's box, not a collector's edition. Diablo 4. A collector's box, Chris. <laughs> so, so they're like, like, yeah, this isn't an edition of the game. It's just a Diablo 4 box. It's, you know, basically. So. Fucking, that's, that's so, so bloody sad. And that's something you that. only knows after the fact, right? Because, like, we're not used to these things. These things are very, well, not very rare, but, like, you know, when you hear collectors, whatever, you're thinking, oh, 
okay, this is a version of the game that comes with all the extra. No, it's not even a version of the game. It's just yeah, it's all the extras. Like, like I understand a lot of these, especially if it's a PC version, it's going to have like a digital code for the game. But sometimes they'll give you, you know, it's just a disc printed and you pop it in your thing and it just opens up Steam and says, verifying game, okay, it's there. Now download it, right? Like mm -hmm. the, the disc doesn't mean anything, but it's there is a nice collectible thing for people who like the old, the old version, you know, the, the old way of doing stuff, even if it is just a fucking digital code on a disc, right? Like at least give people the bloody, the bloody disc. But if you were to get this on console, you still don't get the game. You still have to just buy it separately and download it anyway. Like it's yep. just a digital copy. Of, it's just, it's only a digital game. <laughs> mm -hmm. By the way, Chris, you have a beta feature on your Twitch channel. Um, people can react every five minutes, and it sends you the the, the stats after the fact. Like, oh, they they like this part. They thought it was Pog, or they thought it was what face or whatever. So, yeah, it, it's by your follow button. That's kind of that's, that's a beta feature that they put in. So, yeah, yeah, I've your seen channel that. is randomly randomly chosen to have it. So, anyways, um, yeah, oh, it's, it's kind a, of. I didn't know that that was a thing that was. Uh... Yeah, it's a beta feature. Okay. So they just do that sometimes. They just pick random channels. But yeah, since we're on the subject, I'm not sure if you're going to get Diablo 4, Chris. To me, no, I love Diablo 2. Diablo 3 was okay. It just didn't feel like a Diablo game to me. And Diablo 4, the UI, it seems like it's like just an upgrade Diablo 3. Like you have your six skills still and all this stuff. But yeah, so since we're on the subject already, standard edition for Diablo, this is all Canadian currency, $90. What do you get with it? The game. Open beta for early access. You get a light bearer mount. You get Diablo 3, not 4. 3 Inarius Wings and Inarius Murloc pet. You get World of Warcraft mount. You get a Diablo Mortal, lol, uh, winged cosmetic set. Uh, and then that's it. That's all you get for the standard edition. The digital deluxe edition, that's the step above that, you'll get for up to four days of early access to Diablo 4. You get something called a Temptation mount. Hellborn Carapace mount armor. And you get the premium seasonal battle pass unlock. And then if you pay $10 more for the ultimate edition, you get a couple uh, new things added on to that. You get the accelerated seasonal battle pass unlock. And you get something called the Wings of the Creator emote. So, yeah. So there's uh, three tiers to the battle pass. Free, premium, and ultra premium. Whatever much. they can. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> like, I assume it just gets you through it faster. Because the way it sounded like accelerated, but yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they added a third tier with even more gold. Yeah, sparkly. it's like why? Why does our paid game? This isn't even a mobile game. Like it's this is not Diablo Immortal. Why does Diablo Four have like Battle Pass? Like people will pay for it. It should be if they're putting not... in Battle Pass stuff and that it should be really cheap, you know, to get you in, or it should be free. <laughs> but you're paying. It's more likely going to be full price, I assume. <laughs> I've played Diablo games my whole life ever since, ever since the first one. So I probably will buy this one as much as I kind of don't. I kind of do, though. So yeah, there's that. But anyways, yeah. we can move on. I am I'm not sorry. buying it. <laughs> I'm done with Blizzard. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. But uh, yeah, so we have a few news stories we can cover in the rest of the episode. Uh, let's see here. So something you mentioned right before, Chris, I think this is the uh, new story you're thinking of. So 
Uh, yeah, that's Riot. what must have confused me. <laughs> yeah, so Riot, who make League of Legends, they had a sponsorship deal apparently with, uh, I'm trying to remember which organization it was. Sorry, I forgot. I need to look it up again. Um, do, 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 do. F -A -F -T -X? Yeah, I yeah, it's yes. a cryptocurrency uh, yeah, exchange. It's a yeah, and let this be a lesson. I'm not saying you know I'm not trying to like have have this like be like a broad blanket statement, but be very wary when it comes to cryptocurrency because the CEO of FTX was just charged. Uh, he was arrested in the Bahamas a couple weeks ago. Where when was this? Um, yeah, it was like about a couple weeks ago. Like it might have been a week and a half or so, but still. Um, so he got arrested on charges of um, money laundering and, uh, yeah, just, like, other other charges like that. You know, just, like, basically being, you know, doing illegal things with your money. So, yeah, this is the same guy. I think we covered the story. This is the same guy who was playing League of Legends during the meeting. Do you remember <laughs> I, that story we covered? I think we covered that. I remember reading about it for sure. Yeah, yeah, this is the exact same guy. He he got arrested for for money laundering. So now Epic, sorry, I keep saying now I'm getting confused. Now um not Epic, uh Riot is kind of they still have a contract with this organization. So just because, you know, the CEO got arrested for money laundering, you know, they can't break the contract. So they're lo they're looking to legally break it through the courts because they, they can't break it without penalty right now. So they're looking, they're saying our reputation has been, you know, every, um, like harmed to the point of this is going to cost us money. And we kind of want nothing to do with this, these guys anymore. We want to break off from them. But they had, they had an agreement worth tens of millions of dollars, I believe. Um, yeah, so it was a sponsorship deal worth tens of millions of dollars with cryptocurrency exchange FTX. Um, so let's see. So they were supposed to be sponsored um, for a grand total of, in 2023, it would have been 12.875 million. That's how much and they would have gotten like through the sponsorship. For next year. Yeah, yeah. for 2023. This year was 12.5, which is slightly beneath that number for this calendar year. And so far, only 6.25, which is half of that, um, has been paid. Why and, would they have only paid that much? I wonder. Yeah, but now the company's bankrupt. So there's literally a 0% chance that Riot will get the money. Oh, that's that why they they're not getting with. the rest of the money. So you have yeah. none. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, this guy was like, you know, doing money laundering with all their money that they're with their organizations. So now they're bankrupt as a result. And, you know, even though Riot does, will not get any money, obviously, they're still legally bound because it's a contract, right? And yeah, they, but there's since... no stipulations about, oh, if our, if our company has ever been accused of money laundering, da, 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 da. you know, they probably, probably don't have specific stipulations like that. So they're looking to break off from them now. And a lot of people are saying, well, this is Riot's fault for, uh, you know, teaming up with a cryptocurrency exchanger. Like, yeah, no yeah. one's shedding tears over it, but they are trying to take them to court under the stipulation of they're, they filed for bankruptcy. They have no money. We should be legally allowed to get out of this contract without having to, you know, pay the, the, uh, the fee like for breaking contract because they technically are breaking it first by not having money and paying us. Yeah. yeah. That's, and that's that, kind that's of like... where, their, uh, where their foothold is on this, I believe. <laughs> yeah. And then also the back, like that's the front end of the argument. The back mm, end yeah, is yeah. like, 
we have been, you know, um, effort. Sorry, I keep trying to say the word. I I can't say it, but like, um, if you know, not not repair, but the opposite of ir irrepair. Yeah, irreparably harmed. There we go. I finally said it. Mm -hmm. Irreparably harmed by this action because now for you know it's going to put a bad reputation on us which that is true actually right because yeah. you know they're like okay we teamed up with these guys and like very shortly thereafter they got bankrupt for corrupt for corruption so that looks bad on riots honestly mm. and it does that's a matter of fact they're not wrong in that so now they're trying to like use that as leverage too to like break the deal as soon as they're legally able to yeah so, i mean ahead. i'm not on right side or the other company's side but i would it looks like i would side with riot on this if this is all true which it definitely seems definitely sounds like it you know it's uh, i would think that the courts would favor them but i'm not uh yeah i know nothing about legalese or the court system so but hmm. just base level it sounds like you know they should win it. You would think so. Yeah. You would but... think so. But yeah. Um all right. So this I guess I think we're done with that, right? Yeah. But okay. So this next one, I'll be honest, Chris, you're gonna have to take the wheel because I kind of looked into it. I didn't look into it too much because this is the game I'm playing. I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> so I know Crisis Core apparently has a watermark in the one of the paintings <laughs> in the game. Like I don't know so... much more of that stuff from that. But in the so in the game, at I think it's chapter eight, they said, um, you're walking around Pretty one late. of the mansions. Yeah, you're walking around one of the mansions in the game, and apparently, a a, uh, a painting that appears I think multiple times in this mansion or in the mansions. There's a painting that has a Getty, 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 Getty. Yeah, Getty Getty's images bird. watermark on it, and you can see it in game. It's like. <laughs> holy crap like they didn't remove the watermark or they didn't pay for the image from getty they just took it from the image preview posted it in their game and released it you hope this is just an issue of we forgot to replace that image with the non-watermarked version but it is really funny really really funny to see a triple a game even though this is like more of a budget game uh, game to come up from square because it's not full price, but it is from a AAA company. If for them to release a game with a watermark, and yeah, it's there's a watermark right there, like right in the middle of the image. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, so I'm wondering. I'm wondering. Was this always in the original PSP game? It's just because it was the resolution was so small, no one noticed, oh God, or was it something, know. or was it something that like just was in this version of the game? I'll. If I can this weekend, I'll, I'm gonna make an. I'll make a note. If I'm at chapter eight, I'll see if I could find it. Find this because I don't think any new content was added in here other than the quality of life stuff. But I'll see if I can. I want to say this is new because of the updated version of the game, right? But I don't know. I have no idea if this image is is there because this is like an old image. I don't know where it's from, but like an old black and white kind of image of a certain era in I believe the US or Europe. But yeah, there's a big Getty watermark on it. <laughs> That's funny. It is I love I, seeing this from big companies when they screw up and go, whoops. <laughs> yeah, it's like what's that female fox, the white one 
Akamaru or something. Oh, uh, from uh... from Capcom. Yeah. Where the where the 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 main image of the front cover of the game has a watermark from IGN. <laughs> like, oh my god! It's like that's your own fucking game. Like why, why are you having to take images from somewhere else? Yeah. Like even what the it, fuck? Even though it is your image, you can't... like like you legally own it. It's legally you know permissible. Fine, but like <laughs> why are you taking images from from your own game? From you should have higher so quality. Bad. You have your yeah. fucking art assets. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's so so funny. That's why I think I posted this one in here. It's just so so ridiculous when companies get caught up doing this stuff. Yeah, please please update me because I would like to I know will, if this was actually in the original game or not. So. I will do my best to try and do that. Although looking at some of the images, like they they show some of the other art and they're pretty small, so I don't know if I if I'll be able to see it, but. There's also one where he's standing up right up close to it, so I'll see if I could see it in the PSP version or not. I will okay. try to make a note of that when I can. I'll just have to get my PSP out and look at it. So, but yeah, it is really quick. Uh, sorry to interrupt. What was the first story we covered today? Just the, the first one. Artist. The uh, uh, epic. Uh... Oh, thank you. Okay. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. You're just right. making then... notes for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm making notes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, then uh, we oh, have the last one. one here. Yeah, here. Yeah, the last one we've got is uh, is YouTube and uh, Nintendo. As we know, they like to get along hand in hand very well with their creators on YouTube. Definitely not uh, trigger happy on the um, on the copyright strikes. Uh, did you know gaming got hit by Nintendo for uploading? A, their video of you know their of report they're doing for a failed Zelda tactics RPG that's gonna be released on Nintendo DS called Heroes of Hyrule would have been really cool actually uh, and yeah for some reason they come out and Nintendo's like no we're shutting that video down for some reason he's done videos on tons of Nintendo stuff he loves Nintendo stuff and has put like I said, lots of videos on failed Nintendo stuff. You know the I believe he did one on the uh, Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time like demo that was released on the internet, and he's never been hit by them. This is the only video that they struck him with with a copyright. Like I believe it is a straight up copyright strike, and now his channel has been hit with one. He's gonna fight back, but why this video? I wish. I knew, like, I well, it'd be nice to have uh, more information because I don't think they gave him a lot of information as to specifically why. Because in some circumstances, they'll say, you know, uh, well, DMCA or strike your channel because of this or whatever, right? Please fix it or whatever. Like, some companies will do that, right? They'll give you a warning so you can edit, re upload it, whatever, with that stuff taken out. Nintendo's just like, take it all down. What the fuck? And there was no one, just a strike. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know. That's, yeah, Nintendo has no right to determine what can and can't be said about them on the internet. That's, that, yeah, that's basically... It's, it's censorship in a way. It's, it's, what the fuck, how do you say it? It is uh, journalistic uh, censorship. Mm -hmm. Something like that. I'm using the word wrong, but censoring journalism in a way. And he is during... Uh, journalism. 
I think it's mostly Nintendo. I want to say Nintendo doesn't like uh, journalists and that talking to them because they might leak stuff about working product uh, YouTube st- or not YouTube uh, Nintendo stuff. But that's not what he was doing. He's getting work on old Nintendo product. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I'm not excusing Nintendo, but I think if I had to guess after reading the story, the reason why Nintendo took issue with this one okay, was because they, I don't know how, but you know, good on him for doing it. They obtained a, or the original 22 page pitch document for the game as well. Uh, they had an interview with uh, apparently the retro programmer who had crafted it. His name was Paul Tozor. Tozor? Tozor. Um, so this is like, Nintendo's like, oh, you got a lot of things we weren't expecting you to get, including a, a, an interview with this kind of guy who was responsible. So it, I guess it hit them very close to home. Cause like, I don't know, like the, I, I know no one likes to fail, but the Japanese mentality is like failure is not an option. And yeah. this game obviously failed. So maybe they're just trying to save face in that regard, or maybe they didn't like the fact that they had so much close information to their heart regarding this game it's like you guys know too much about this yeah. game. We don't or it there. could have been because of the legal, like the documentation, like the the paperwork. You said he he had gotten copies of that could just be it there because that should not have left Nintendo itself. Interview, yeah, in most cases, yeah, that's fine. An interview, whatever. It could just have been that because he got those paper that paperwork, but we don't actually know for sure. But yeah, that does. Now that you mentioned that, I must have missed that in this article. Because I've read the article. I just must have missed that one or forgot about that uh, th- that part of it. But yeah, that yeah, sounds right. That's where my brain went immediately. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, Nintendo didn't have issues with the other ones. This one, yeah, it must have been probably one of those few things I mentioned. Yeah, and it could just be not because of the documentation, but like maybe a couple lines in that they're like, people shouldn't know about that. Like it could have something written in there that Nintendo doesn't want them to know about. Like where all the dead bodies are hidden. I don't know why that would be in there, but you know, but like you, you never, never came out. <laughs> yeah, you know, I know. Game, Nintendo literally lost nothing for this video. Yeah, but we don't know exist. what specifically was said in here, so there could have been like a couple lines that Nintendo was not okay with being said. But in in any case, and Nintendo, if they want to actually work with him and be cool, should have said, you know, remove uh, these lines of dialogue, please. Like actually work with the creator. But as we know, some companies are not okay with working hand in hand with the creator, and we'll just strike them, just as a you know, as a warning. It's kind of ridiculous sometimes. So I hope, in whatever case, because the 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 guy who runs the channel, do did you know gaming, who uh, says well, I've got other videos, they'll be going up. I really hope that there's a way that he can re-edit this that Nintendo is okay with, right? But we don't know. <laughs> We actually don't know what the issue is, and I hope he had gotten reason as to why it was taken down, and maybe he couldn't say or didn't want to say specifically that reason in Twitter or YouTube, right? So, I don't, I I don't know. <laughs> we're we're not him. We're not Nintendo, also. So, but do you know? Did you know? Gaming does lots of good work in journalism on YouTube and for mm-hmm. gaming. Uh, preservation stuff like just having the information out there that there was a Nintendo DS uh, game uh, tactic game coming out is cool information. I would love to have seen some of that, some of that work coming out, right? So, and would I, it I, have been Nintendo made or were they going through a third party like they did for um, 
uh, what do you call it? The the game you picked up, uh, the Warriors type game. Warriors, Warriors type game. Uh, Hyrule Warriors. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Because that was okay. made by a different company, but yep. they licensed the Zelda IP out to them. Yep. Right. So, would it have been that kind of situation? I, just like Strangers of Paradise. Yeah, and you, you would love to know, you know, just a little bit of information about it. Could we get some art assets out of it? That would have been cool to see. Yeah. But now it's rec- it's gone, and only he and a few other people know about it. It sucks. I'm sure the video is somewhere else on the internet. I'm sure it got I, stayed before it got uh, taken down. Possibly if I scoured, or if people scoured the internet archive, it might have been archived there, because they try to archive a lot of stuff as quickly as possible. I'm sure someone has done a re-upload of it. Oh, this is like one of the most popular YouTube channels as well. So yeah, it's, I'd be surprised. It's really popular. No yeah, so. for a reason. So I'm sure someone's archived it somewhere. So I recommend that channel and also Gaming Historian. They're two really good. Mm. Uh, I've seen channels. Some videos from both of them. Not enough, but I I definitely at times, as you know, will dive into a YouTube hole of watching content from certain uh, from certain people. I'm still stuck in the Hollow Live hole. <laughs> I don't which, think Hollow Live. I do not think I will ever escape. I'm actually not sure what that is, but it is know, the Japanese. You know the um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, VTubers, the Japanese, like the big con- conglomerate uh, Japanese VTuber group. Yeah, it's that no. hole. I I actually don't know that. Anyway, I'm not. It's VTubers. I've never heard of it. Yeah, so. Okay. <laughs> to be honest with you, and this isn't supposed to offend anyone. I just am not a big fan of you. I'm not a fan of YouTubers. I actually don't like, sorry, not YouTubers, VTubers. I'm not a fan of VTubers, to be honest with you. Yeah, to me, it's just people who are using an avatar to show off who they are. Mm-hmm. It's no different to me than people who do webcams for their videos. It, I, To me, it's the to same me, thing. Yeah, to like me, some people, thing, some but... people aren't comfortable showing who they actually are. It's mm-hmm. fine. I don't care. You oh, wanna... I, I, I <laughs> you understand I mean. the reasoning. I, I don't disagree with the reasoning. I just don't like it personally. To me, yeah. I'd rather I'd rather not watch anything on the screen than an imaginary character, even if, even if it's like motion rigged and like you're, if if I go like this, the character goes like this. I'd rather just nothing be on the screen. That's just me. That's why I don't like VTubers. It's like let me see you. If you don't want me to see you, fine. Don't show anything in that case. In my opinion, that's just yeah. my opinion. I get you. I, I, I'd I'd rather see the game more of the game than something that doesn't actually exist yeah i get you to me yeah. if if they're entertaining enough i don't care if they're shown on the screen or if they're not it's it's whatever you know entertainment first them the entertainment and the personality they project first uh you know it's alongside the game as well it's like check out streamers for the games but sometimes their personality is much stronger and what they look like doesn't really matter to me <laughs> so yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyway, well, I think we're done that episode, and uh, yeah, was that I mean, all it's of funny. it? Jeez, that was all. Yeah, of it. we 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 spent an, over an hour talking about whatever, then we spent less, less than forty minutes talking about the Super stories. I think it was like thirty-five minutes actually. I wasn't timing it, but you know, I'm just looking at the time now that we've been live. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess like we'll that. call it we'll call it for this week. Uh, well, Chris, where can people find you? Uh, people can find me at Twitch at um prince underscore kaboom or is it just prince kaboom 
Prince underscore kaboom on Twitch. <laughs> funny how I know that better than you do. <laughs> yeah, well, it keeps changing on different platforms. So some allow underscores and spaces, some don't. So, but yeah, Prince underscore kaboom every Wednesday evening we try to do the podcast at roughly five to five thirty Mountain Time PM Mountain Time. So you convert that on your own because it. It's, it's 7 p.m. EST and 4 p.m. PST. Well, yes. It changes if you're in certain time zones as well. <laughs> he likes to sketch one. So, um, but uh, there's that. You can find me at Twitter at uh, Mr. Oh, sorry, Twitter at C Shabang. It's C S C H A B A N G. It's my personal account. I post things there that I like and such. And when I go live, my schedule on Twitch is non-existent really so whenever i get back into finally doing that when hopefully things aren't as busy maybe i can actually start streaming a little bit more often but as of now it's up in the air of meh i will be trying to do streams at some point during the christmas holidays but i don't know when i'm gonna try and get lunar done yes i was gonna say at least you help you'll have time to at least get that that's like a stream or two away from getting done i believe i believe so i don't know when i'll be able to to do so because i don't know what other people's schedules are but i may just have to do it at nights but i will try to get it done at least that and we'll see what i go on from there because there are other games i want to play as well so hopefully lunar finished hopefully and uh we'll see what happens in the future with other projects i'm trying to get done but that will be said in the future and what about you? Where can they find you? Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter and Twitch, same handle, Zorb underscore Zex. Um, I try and tweet every day. And then on uh, Twitch, as I mentioned, I've been playing some Fall Fantasy uh, Crisis Core the last couple of days, uh, going for 100%. So it's a little bit of a side mission grind, but it is what it is. It's, it's pretty fun. Um, cause like the side missions on like the story, like I out leveled the story already, but like the side missions are actually giving me a challenge. Mm. Um, it's not a bunch of them. I, well, there's like two or three I can't do right now because it's a little more than my character can handle currently. But uh, yeah, I've been playing through that. I do plan on playing through some other things um, in the next week or two that are not Final Fantasy. Uh, the Five Nights at Freddy's, the security breach. I'm, I should have got my disc in yesterday, but I think according to another website, the physical release is getting released in a couple days from now. So mm. I'm not sure. I'll, I'll get the next uh, Five Nights at Freddy's game. And then there's also a Game Pass game I want to play. Um, it's about to leave, but it's a really good one. It's one that's well, it's on my radar. You know, shit, I have to find it. I think, oh, it's called the the pedestrian. That's the one where like there's a bunch of like signs, and like you have to like you're just you're, like a stick guy like traveling between the signs, like from one side. Like to it's another. kind of like it's a like, puzzle game and such, isn't it? Yeah, I believe so. so yeah, I've that's seen something... I've seen someone play through a bit of it, and then he did a bunch of puzzles, and then after his video, he's like, all right. Like, go play the rest of it if you want to know the ending. So, mm-hmm. but it looked pretty cool. It's about a five to six hour playthrough, so it's not it's yeah. not too long. It's definitely short, seems so. like it, but the, it should be should be nice, chill, puzzly like game to play. Yeah, probably something I'll do around Christmas if if I'm not doing anything. I don't think I'm uh, doing anything because of my lack of vehicle this year. So, yeah, uh, that's all I'll be up to. So, yeah, thanks guys for tuning in. Uh, You can catch us here next week and hope you have a great rest of your night. Goodbye, everyone.